Welcome to episode 24 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We have been on a very long break. Yes. And, and it was extended by one week due to cats. Cats interrupted the recording of our last episode, which we did a week ago. And then it turns out, for whatever reason, the digital recorder did not continue recording after the interruption. So we basically lost an episode. It, it probably was our best episode, too. Yes, exactly. It was. It was. Yeah. We had seven special guest stars. That's right. Dan Abnett was on. <laughs> the CEO of GW was on. Brad Pitt was here for we're, a while. We're, we're not even sure why. George just, Clooney came by to yeah, talk about his that, new Warhammer that was, obsession. That was good fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you, but you missed it all. So thanks, uh, thanks to Mystery Cat and Mignon or two cats. Um, all that is gone now. So, <laughs> so you're now you're stuck with us. Also, uh, we took a very long break. I went to the Olympics to uh, cheer on one of my clients who was fighting for Team USA, mm-hmm. and that was fun. So I spent a week in Rio, um, and that was a great time. Um, and then just came back and had to catch up with all my work. So that also uh, delayed us a bit. But we're very glad that we are back and recording again. And we're going to be on an approximately two-week schedule like we, uh, like we have been in the past. So thank you all for being patient and for tuning in again. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's start off with a, a little hobby progress. Okay, here's here's what I've been up to. I we got uh, the death mask box, and yes. it is fantastic. It's it's everything it promised to be. It's got the Eldar Harlequin models, which if you like those things, <laughs> they're great. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to paint them anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, Harlequins are incredibly hard to paint. There's a yeah. great tutorial by Duncan Rhodes on from on Warhammer TV who goes step by step about you know painting little domino pants. Yeah, but yeah, I, it's just I don't have the patience for it. And they're just really badly posed. I I know they're, they're really they're, they're goofy looking. Except like the solitaire who looks awesome. Solitaire looks awesome, but and he's not included. He's not included. Yeah, uh, and the Jeff Jester who looks hilarious. So it was like yeah. Oh, I think he. I think he looks. Oh, I think he looks hilarious. I think he's great. Yeah, he's he's playing a a guitar. (laughs) That's actually I like him. But the other models are amazing. Um, I built Captain Artemis, and I've built about three or four different uh, Death Watch um, specialists. Of course, I had to build the guy with the frag cannon because he's awesome. Um, I built a Watch Sergeant with a Xenophase blade because that looks really cool. Mm -hmm. You know. And, uh, and a guy with a heavy hammer, a heavy thunder hammer. The heavy thunder hammer. Because it has pulverize. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, so we've just been building, and I'm about to start painting those guys. Finished building and, and painting a basilisk, which I'm really happy with. And as I mentioned in the last episode, I, we had finished painting the uh, quad mortar, um, uh, the, the rapier quad mortar from Forge World. There's a new um, hashtag that GW and Forge World want you to tag your Instagram pictures with called hashtag painting Warhammer hashtag painting Forge World. And so of course I vain little me, you know, hoping mm-hmm. I get noticed, have been hashtagging my my Instagram feed with those um with those tags. And a Warhammer official like reached out to me twice and said, Can we use your photos? Can we share your photos? Yep. So I said, yes, absolutely. So I'm like really pleased about that. That makes me really, really happy. I'm a fair to Midland painter at best. Um, so I guess they're, they're, they're going to feature people from 
all levels <laughs> of painting ability if they're reaching uh, out to me. But thank you, GW, because I know you're listening. You always listen. <laughs> you always, you always listen. listen. Right. So so that's been good. Apart from that, I've just been finishing a lot of ends, painting. A, there was like a spare demon we had. I needed to finish that. Did that. Um, just little odds and ends here. Um, I haven't taken on a big project. I guess the next big project is going to be um, doing a whole Death Watch kill team. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the, along the lines of the um, Death Watch kill team I used in the upcoming battle report we're going to talk about later in the show. Do you anything you think I should be focusing on? In terms of Death Watch? No, in terms of like painting. Or, in, terms of, or, in terms of painting. Or, oh, or that is a um, building. Oh, uh, do you want to mention the models that got featured? Oh, well, no, the two models that were featured were the Basilisk. Yeah, the Basilisk. Yeah, the Basilisk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the, uh, the Rapier Quad Mortar. Yeah. Those are the ones that War- Warhammer official reached out about. Hooray for weathering. Uh, yeah, it was all about weathering. People seem to like my weathering. So, yeah, I, like, I make good-looking things look old. <laughs> I'm good at that. <laughs> you want something to look uh, beat up? Give it to me. Uh, no, so that's, yeah, so those are our next. My next project is just finishing some kill teams from, from Death Watch. So that gets us into rumors, and there's some, the big, not even rumor, now it's now confirmed. We had actually recorded this uh, as an addendum in the last famous Lost episode we just talked about. Yes. But now it's all been revealed that GW is releasing Angel's Blade, which is a Blood Angels supplement, which is part two of the 13th Crusade sort of series. Part one was Traitor's Hate with Karn on the cover, and part mm-hmm. two is Angel's Blade with a big chaplain on the cover. Same chaplain with, that uh, was released for Montkai, was it? Montka. 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 Uh, is that I don't know, is that when he was released? I think that's around the time he was released. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the Wing Chaplain, the beautiful model, yeah. awesome model, probably one of my favorite models yeah. that's been released in a while, and he's now on the cover of Angel's Blade, which is going to contain nine new formations for the Blood Angels, and something I'm excited about: relics for Death Company. Yeah, I, that's interesting because uh, super cool. Surprised they're able to preserve anything for those guys. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? Whoever has them really doesn't have them very long. So someone goes around, picks them up, picks them up, and says, "All right, whoever else is going to, someone else can use these." Because <laughs> the last owner is now. I, I'm surprised dead. they're still intact. <laughs> well, there's always going to be Death Company because of the Black Rage. It's uh, exciting to to see that. Hopefully. Blood Angels will become, I think, competitive or more competitive with uh, Decurion-style detachments and formations. That's going to be pretty awesome. It's uh, it's exciting. They're also going to release three missions. Something the Traders Hate book didn't have was missions. Yes, it did not have missions. Didn't have missions. And we're going to get into Traders Hate in a second. We're going to we're actually going to go give us our give you guys our um, analysis of it. Uh, this one is going to have three Ultra of War missions, which is very very cool. On mm-hmm. top of all of the formations and extra stuff for Blood Angels. Um, so that's the thing I'm most excited about. You and I started out by playing Chaos and Blood Angels. Yep, and now they're being released in succession. That's right. Chaos gets a little boost. Blood Angels get a little boost. So this is very happy month for, yes. for us. September's a good month for it really is for George and Alec. All right. So um, apart from that, there's the only other rumor we've seen is that just some rumor came out today that oh. by Christmas or by the holiday season. GW is going to release, quote unquote, its biggest model ever. And it's going to be not in the Age of Sigmar or Lord of the Rings range, is what the rumor says. So I don't know what that means. I have no idea. Uh, It's biggest model ever. I think prior to this, um, either the Tau Manta 
or Smog, the Dragon, were probably the largest models that you know GW had released. Um, so who knows what they're what they're hinting at? Bigger Titans, bigger Titans. A plastic Titan. That could be. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. They could. It could be one plastic titan, or maybe just like like a box set with like two titans. Two titans. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be the largest model. That's true. That's true. The I don't to- think they give you size two of, model. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give you two of the. <laughs> Why not? Think big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find something. GW. Right. Think big. Right. Um, so that's the only other rumor we've heard. You guys are otherwise pretty much caught up, I think, on the rumor mill in terms of stuff. We want, yes, plastic Primarchs are coming. Necromunda is coming. We hear that's that's just eminently to be announced. A new version of Necromunda, the ganger, you know, sort of subterranean warband game, which which I've played and played with Jonathan yeah. Hartman. The grim dark just got grim darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you're not fighting for an for a cause now, and then you're fighting just for survival in a hive city. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a so that's the other rumor we we, we heard. Apart from all that, um, we we've, we've been playing a little bit of 40k. Uh, we're gonna get into our official battle report later. Yes, um, but we, we should mention now the the lost game before oh, yes. we get into our discussion about Death Watch and Traitor's Hate. It was another uh, one of your LVO test runs. Yeah, it was an LVO test run. Um, I'm, I'm testing various theories to try to come up with some an overpowered army to to take to Las Vegas. You played uh, guard, actually. You, yeah, you played guard with a bane blade, a knight, uh, <laughs> Codias, uh, and a bunch of artillery pieces. Yeah. And I decided, oh well, I can I can one up that and went with the Tau. Yeah, and their storm surge and all their ridiculous formations and marker lights, man, marker lights. Ugh. So basically, the battle of the gun lines. I I I brought a storm lord actually, a storm lord. Was storm lord? Yeah, it was oh, storm lord. Yeah, storm lord. Storm lord had the Vulcan mega blaster cannon, whatever the thing is. If it doesn't move, it shoots thirty strength six shots. Um, so I brought that and I brought an uh, Ostorn detachment with an imperial knight. With, yeah. the, with the thermal cannon and the Reaper chainsword, why that one? I know that's probably not the best knight, but it's the one I have. Yeah, and it's the one in terms of points that I could afford. So there you go. That's that's what I brought. And then I brought some artillery pieces: a Medusa uh, artillery piece, a basilisk, and then a small blob of guardsmen that were pretty much riding around in the uh, in the Stormlord shooting out. Yep. Yeah, shooting out of it, and then Codias, of course, to create psychic shenanigans. What went wrong for me? Oh, what went wrong was... Because um, I lost, the, in case you couldn't yeah, tell. I lost. He, he lost. Uh, real, I think it might have been an over-reliance on artillery pieces. Mm-hmm. Because those were the biggest... You didn't have a lot of models, surprisingly. Uh, no. I, well, I had, I had a fair amount. I had 20, 20 people running around, 20 guardsmen running around in the Stormlord. And then I had yeah. a couple of, pl- I had a vet squad of veterans and a chimera and then a platoon command company and a chimera. Yeah, it was just. But it wasn't a huge, it I didn't have a huge blob. I, I wasn't blobbing it up. I was relying was, on artillery. Really? It, really, it was the, um, you were just outshot. I was outshot. Here, here was the problem. I think, I think I'll tell you why I, I was outshot. As your warlord trait, 
you drew yeah, um, the, from the strategic table. Yep. You got the, the warlord yeah. trait that gave your, all your units stealth and ruins. Yep. So that means everybody had a three up cover save. We we had a lot of ruins on the table. We had a four by four table. That's pretty much all of our terrain, actually. Yeah, it's all ruins. <laughs> it's all ruins. <laughs> it's all ruins. So you castled up in the ruins. And so everything that I shot at was able to do a three up cover save. And yeah. And I, I wasn't able to because I didn't have. Um, and that just gave me time to just take out units one at a time. Right, and I, I basically, and, I, and the guardsmen were inside the little stormlord, and they were they weren't close enough to for me to shoot at something with ignore cover or something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it was it was I don't know. You made a lot of saves, is all I'm saying. I'm, yeah, I I think I fl- I flubbed the D missiles except for the one I needed, except for like one, <laughs> the one D missile. That got through, hit an Imperial Knight, and killed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everything uh, changed. It, I had a great start. I started killing off Tau, and then you killed the Imperial Knight, and yep. then everything changed for me. Everything started falling apart. That's when That's when it was just yeah. suddenly became... Uh, so that's when your Storm Surge... Seek and destroy. Your Storm Surge suddenly came alive and started uh, killing yeah. all, my, all my artillery pieces. Yeah, I think I shot the strength to Navy two blasted Codias at one point. <laughs> yeah, Codias. I don't know why. I had Codias out in the open at a certain point. He was like running for cover. <laughs> and I was like, hey, does he have an invuln safe? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then you dropped the uh, yeah. Storm Surge strength yeah. and large blast on top of him. Yeah. No, no, no more Inquisitor. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. That. Then in the Battle of the Gun Lines, the Tau, the Tau won. I thought, and I thought my list was really cheesy with the Stormlord and uh, Imperial Knight. Turns out it wasn't as cheesy as the Tau. Nothing is as cheesy as the Tau, friend. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was that that battle report. You guys didn't miss much. Just a humiliating defeat again by me. Oh, oh, oh that's that's <laughs> two and zero oh for the LVO test runs. Yeah. Um, let's take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, two recent codexes. Death Watch and Traitors Hate when we return. back okay so we got our hands on um death watch the codex a couple of impressionistic notes impressionistic <laughs> yeah artwork is amazing awesome fantastic often because it's brand new we haven't seen it before so it's a lot of original stuff hip hip hooray yeah a lot of the artwork you tend to see tends to be sourced from a bunch of other prior stuff but this one they were forced to do stuff they were, they were, they were forced to be original because there wasn't because <laughs> there's not a lot of uh death watch artwork is there uh no and it it is fantastic it's it's a beautiful book and if you have been collecting death watch or hoping for a codex or a supplement like this man this one this one will not disappoint you it is it is awesome including the model shots the original artwork uh, and then the coloring guides for the different, uh, you know, elements of the Death Watch. Uh, one of my favorite things in here is the uh, there's a whole two-page spread on the heraldry of the honored, and they have all of these different symbols and uh, banners for different versions or different stations of Death Watch. 
and it is just awesome. If you're a freehand artist and you can replicate these banners, you're going to have a beautiful army because they're so good looking. Oh, yeah, they look super cool. Along with the de- uh, codex, of course, come the models. And the models, uh, the Death Watch models are amazing looking. They're wearing Mark Eight armor, a uh, new form of armor with these high gorget sort of necklines. Yeah. Uh, they look really, really cool. The new Corvus Blackstar flyer, oh, so good look, so good looking. It's yeah. awesome. And I, the the best, the best vehicle, the best vehicle from the best transport, not the best vehicle, but the best transport from here until the end of time. And why is that? Because my friend bikers can just fall from its hatches and onto the enemy. <laughs> they just descend from the skies. Yeah, it's a transport vehicle they can carry bikers. Heralded by guitar solos and explosions. <laughs> so it can basically launch bikers onto the battlefield. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool in and of itself. That is sort of the artistic impression of, of the, the book and the models. In terms of, in terms of the units themselves, uh, it basically is the ultimate Swiss army knife for uh, the Imperium. You can create yep. a, a army or a detachment or a force of, of dudes that are basically kitted out to, to handle any any situation. You want to take down monstrous creatures, we got a solution. You mm-hmm. want to take down HQ units or you know uh, warlords, we got a solution. You want to go after troops or elites, there's a death team, there's a death watch uh, kill team that can do that. It's pretty awesome. It allows you to combine uh, all the different kill teams allow you to combine uh, different types of troops to form these kill teams. The basic, the basic, the HQ units that are listed in here are the uh, the Watchmaster, who's sort of like the the top HQ. He's 175 points. He has an awesome piece of war gear called the Guardian Spear yep. that not only strikes AP2 at initiative, but also allows you to block at least one unsaved wound or one you know one yeah. hit that's coming at you, which is which is pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the watch captain is just uh, a cap, pretty much a captain that you can use just about any piece of war gear that any space marine can use, uh, which is pretty awesome. But he, of course, gets the, as a death watch member, he gets to use the special ammunition. All of them get to use stern guard ammunition. You know, the ignore yeah. cover ammunition, the extra range ammunition, the hellfire ammunition, which wounds on a two plus. All of that's available to all members of the Death Watch. Which is which is pretty nice when it goes like in a unit it might not be as effective, but when it goes like army wide, oof. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um, there's also a couple of uh new weapons, some some more gear stuff that only applies to Death Watch. Uh one is something called a clavis. I'll have to look that up in a second. But the other thing that's in here is a Xenoface blade. It's a it looks like a Necron blade. Oh yeah. That the Death Watch has adopted. And uh, watch sergeants and uh, and watch captains can use it, and it it forces it forces uh, your opponent to reroll any invuln save. Yeah, it's it's which pretty is pretty nice. which is pretty good. Oh, you got an invuln save term- terminator? Sorry, <laughs> better reroll that. That's pretty cool. Uh, chaplain looks like a standard chaplain, except of course he gets special ammunition. Librarian, same thing. He can generate his powers from biomancy, demonology, divination, fulmination, geokinesis, librarius, pyromancy, technomancy, telekinesis, and telepathy. So he he's pretty kitted out. He can pretty much summon from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So he's that's a good librarian. The veterans are your here here your Swiss Army knives right here. They can take pretty much 
any items from melee weapons, ranged weapons, and special weapons, which is awesome. They got special issue ammunition. One of them can be a black shield, which yep. means I, and I love the lore of the black shields. Do you know the lore of the black shields? They're like, um, aren't they unaligned? Like unaligned to chapters, and they just sort of show up at Death Watch's door, and are like, "Hey, can I join?" And those guys are like, uh, "I guess, sure." Yeah, they're for kind whatever of, reason. It's kind of like the Foreign Legion of the Space Marines. They're for whatever reason they came from some chapter, and they have removed all markings of that chapter from their armor. It's a don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah, they just show up. They could be they could be former Chaos. They yep. could have been former traitors, or they they could be dishonored Space Marines from other chapters. But they show up. Uh, try and find some redemption in a death watch and if they get accepted they they become members and so their armor gets painted black but in instead of the uh the, the shield uh sorry the um what do you call the 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 thing that they wear on the side heraldry what are you the pauldron the is that what it is pauldron those that you mean they're the shoulder plates, right? The, the pauldrons. Yeah, the pauldrons. Okay, instead of, instead of uh, when designating them from a chapter, we'll they, just edit that out. Yeah, they're just, they're uh, they have they have blank ones. So so that guy gets something called atonement through honor, and it, the black shield does. And the atonement through honor rule basically says that if they're facing a monstrous creature, an independent character, a vehicle, or if they're outnumbered yep. in, in an assault, then uh, that person gets twice their attacks. Note. This is, in fact, definitive proof that uh, for even former traders are better than actual Marines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But you can only have one black shield, I think, per unit. So, uh, but still, very, very awesome, awesome role. Terminators. The fact that uh, Terminators are forty points, you can take Terminators one at a time. You don't have to take yep. like if 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 uh, a formation requires a Terminator. It literally requires just one Terminator. So you yep. can take one Terminator or two Terminators, however many you want. But the ability to only take one is awesome because they're expensive. They're 40 points a model. And you can kit them out however you want. Exactly. And not only that, it's, isn't that you can take one Vanguard vet if you want. You could just take one biker yep. if you want. Only the veterans are required in units of five. Yeah. Uh, the Vanguard vets, the Terminators, and the bikers, um, you can take one of each. If that's all you want, which yeah. is again very flexible, very cool. Yeah, you can add storm shield, thunder hammers to the terminators, or lightning claws, or give them things like the assault cannon or the you know that that cyclone missile launcher, whatever the thing that thing is. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, dreadnoughts. You can of course you can take dreadnoughts, venerable dreadnoughts, regular dreadnoughts, uh, vanguard vets. Uh, those are our jump pack boys. Um, you can st- and you can kit those guys out with everything: thunder hammer, storm shields, lightning claws, whatever. Yep. You have twenty-five points a piece. Bikers are thirty points a piece. They can't take grab guns, right? Yeah. So that's the one for whatever for some weird reason, which is a bit odd. Yeah, Oof. bikers can't take grab guns, but uh, apart from that, they've got skilled rider. They've got they've got a split fire special rule, which allows one of them to shoot at something else. That's cool. Yep. Right, and of course they've got special issue ammunition. Which is great, yeah. right? So you can you can still take melted guns on these guys. I think, yeah, you can take like melted guns on on their bikes. Um, so pretty good. You got rhinos, razorbacks, of course, drop pods, of course, and then the Corvus Black Star. Corvus Black Star, besides looking awesome, 180 points. 
normally uh, equipped with a twin-length assault cannon, which can be replaced by a LAS cannon. It's got the Black Star Cluster Launcher and four Storm Strike missiles. Comes with ceramite plating. It's a transport capacity of 12 models, which is awesome, and can carry jump infantry and bikes. Yeah, that's just insane. That's insane. So if you've got a kill team that includes Vanguard vets and bikers, they can all go in here. Or just bikers. <laughs> which is amazingly hilarious. To yeah. Just imagine this in your head right now. Just imagine... The image I gave earlier, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. 80s action soundtrack, kind of Chuck Norris. Oh, and, oh, yeah. And a group of special forces just leaping from the Corvus Black Star on their, you know, attack. One of, one of them's uh, one of them's riding it like a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Flyers got uh, front armor 12, side armor 12, rear armor 11, three hull points. I love the model. We don't have it yet. It is on my list of must-gets for sure. Of course, if you're gonna, if you have terminators in your army, you probably need land raiders. So of course, land raiders are available. Land raider, normal land raider, land raider redeemer, land raider crusader. So that's basically the war gear in in Death Watch. Again, everything is pretty much available except for some some grab stuff. The formations are pretty good. I don't think that they're amazing. Like they're not in and of themselves probably overpowered or just to leap off the page as being, you know, meta busting or anything. Yeah. So the, the basic formation is something called the Aquila Kill Team. It consists of a unit of veterans, um, which means it's going to be five guys. And then one or more choices in combination from the following list, a librarian, terminators, Vanguard vets or bikers. Because literally you can all include, you can just add one librarian or one terminator and, and the unit of veterans and there's your Aquila Kill Team. Yep. The kill team all has to stay together. They can't separate out. Even if you have independent characters in the team, they, they all have to stay together throughout you know, mm-hmm. throughout the battle. But non-vehicle models from this formation can re-roll any two wound rolls and armor penetration rolls of one. Not, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. The fact that you can keep it small and kind of outfit it however you want with whatever weapons you want and um, total flexibility in terms of bringing librarians, terminators, vanguard vets, or bikers, make it good. I would not... If I'm going to put in veterans, I'm not going to put in vanguard vets or bikers, right? Yeah, if you're going to put in veterans, why why would you ultimately? Yeah, it's going to limit the mobility of any bikers or vanguard vets. I don't like mixing, yeah, you know, six inch units with twelve inch units. It just it's it's just not it's pointless, really. It's, yeah, you're just like oh well, you've taken away right some of those uh, models' advantages right there. Right, right, hooray. Uh, the Fuhrer Kill Team is next. It consists of one unit of veterans, one unit of terminators, and then any number of choices in any combination from the following list. A librarian, vanguard vets, or bikers. All right, so you got veterans and terminators, so they're they're walking around. And you can either bring vanguard vets or bikers. Again, I'm not going to choose those guys, but we'll go with the librarian. These guys get the Fuhrer Doctrine, which is re-roll any failed two-wound rolls and armor penetration rolls for non-vehicle models from this formation that are targeting targeting a unit with the troops battlefield roll. So these guys are specialized troop killers. And, th- and, this, sort of, uh, and this sort of pattern forms throughout the entirety of the... Like, yes. Mo- like, a, like 90, 80% of the formations are like this. Yes, yeah, so this was the one for troops. The Venator kill team um, allows you to go after fast attack, battlefield, anything that has a, a fast attack, battlefield roll, you'll get uh, three rolls, two wound rolls, and armor penetration rolls for fast attack. The Dominatus kill team 
goes after elites. The yep. Malleus kill team goes after heavy support. The Purgatus kill team goes after HQs. And the Strategium command team is one that it has fight to the last breath. If it's, Okay, so, so let's, let's talk about what the formation is. This is kind of a bigger formation. The Strategium command team. One watch captain, a chaplain, or librarian. Okay. One choice from the following list. A unit of veterans. The Aquila kill team. The Fuhrer kill team. The Venator kill team. The Dominatus kill team. The Malleus kill team. Or the Purgatus kill team. All right. So you take one of those kill teams and a captain, chaplain, or librarian. You got these guys. Yeah. Fight to the last breath. The special rules are fight to the last breath. If a strategium command team is led by a watch captain... All non-vehicle models in this formation have feel no pain at a six plus special rule as long as he's not been removed as a casualty. Okay. All right. So if you've got a watch captain and everyone gets a six up, feel no pain. Suffer not the alien to live. If the strategium command team is led by a chaplain, all non-vehicle models in this formation have the furious charge special rule as long as he hasn't been removed as a casualty pure of spirit strong of soul the strategium command team is led by a librarian all non-vehicle models in this formation have the stubborn and adamantium will special rules as long as he's not been removed as a casualty note that other librarians in this formation e.g. those included as part of any kill teams do not confer the special rule only the librarian that leads it of these I think probably the the watch captain feel no pain six up is probably the best one for me. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Of course, if you're making a a, a kill team that's mostly vanguard vets, then the the chaplain one probably works well. Give them furious charge. A watch company um, is sort of like the biggest formation here. One watch captain, and then four choices in any combination from the following list: a unit of veterans, the Aquila kill team, Fuhrer kill team, Venator kill team, Dominatus kill team, Malleus kill team, Purgatus kill team. They get what's called a decapitation doctrine. Yeah. Reroll any failed to wound rolls and armor penetration rolls for attacks made by non-vehicle models from this formation to target an enemy unit that includes a warlord, a psyker, or an independent character. Okay. Not bad. Yep. There's a formation for three Corvus dropships, which is pretty cool. When models from this formation target an enemy flyer and flying monstrous creature with an attack, re-roll any failed armor penetration or two wound rolls. Okay, that's pretty good. It's expensive, though. 180 times three. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the formation. The other thing that the army has are called mission tactics. Mission tactics, but you... you when you bring a death watch, they um, they choose a mission tactic, and then certain formations allow you to change the mission tactics um, yeah. in the midst of the of the game. But you start out with one. There's fear tactics, which means that you target an enemy troops unit. If you target enemy troops, then you can reroll two hit rolls of one. There's venator tactics, which means you're going to reroll two hits of one for fast attack. Dominatus tactics, which means you can reroll two hit rolls of one for Elites, Malleus, rerolled ones for heavy support, and Purgatus tactics, which means rerolls ones for HQ units. That's pretty good. Their armory is awesome. The Inferno's heavy bolter, we didn't talk about that. It's basically a heavy bolter and a yep. heavy flamer. <laughs> yeah. Combined into one thing. Yeah, the Inferno's yeah, heavy bolter uh, was also designated as Assault, assault. Thir- assault 3. Yep, so... So you get all the so you get all the benefits with and you can the assault. Yeah, and you, and you can assault after you start shooting. There's a death watch oh. shotgun, 
That's pretty cool. It comes with three different types of rounds. There's the Crypt Clear round, 16 inch, strength four, salt two with shred. There's the Xeno Purge Slug, 16 inch range, strength four, AP four, salt two. And then there's the Worm's Breath Shell, which is a template, um, strength three, AP six, assault one. So you want a template, you want, do you want um, a strength four AP four shot or do you want a, a strength four shred? All, all pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. The Clavis, which I talked about earlier, uh, which the watch captain uh, has, is a device that allows you to subtract one from the weapon skill, ballistic skill, and initiative characteristics of any enemy vehicles within six inches of a model that's equipped with the Clavis. All right, when would that become like useful? Walkers. Yeah, fighting dreadnoughts. If you're fighting, if you're fighting a dreadnought, if you're fighting, um, I don't know, killer cans, hell brutes, hell brutes, knights, uh, Yeah, if the watchmaster is unfortunate enough to get into a fight with a knight <laughs> or a dread knight, a dread knight too, little baby carriers. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, then they would become useful. But um, there's something called the Death Watch teleport homer, which is pretty cool. Friendly units composed entirely of models in Terminator armor or those that have the sudden onslaught special rule do not scatter when the deep strikes, so long as the first model within six inches of the Death Watch teleport homer's bearer. For this to work, the bearer of the Death Watch teleport homer must have been on the battlefield at the start of the turn. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that. Oh, heavy thunder hammers. We talked about that yes. a little bit. So the heavy thunder hammer is is unique to Death Watch. It's a strength 10, two-handed weapon, strength 10, AP2. It's um it's got the pulverized special rule. And that means if you if you wound with this uh, on a six, the attack has the instant death special rule. Yeah. So so you can take down Wraith Knights, Knights, Monstrous Creatures, all storm surges. Captain Lysander, eat your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> your you hammer is pulverized. Your your, your, ha- your hammer has just become standard issue. Two ways to kill a storm surge. You can uh, charge it with a rhino when it has its anchors <laughs> down, or you can use a heavy thunder hammer. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that and there's some relics in here. Wasn't wasn't that great. I wasn't that excited about the uh the relics. There's a relics called the Thief of Secrets, which is pretty cool. It's a weapon that is a uh, strength user AP3 and has what's called a biophage uh, rule. Whenever a model inflicts an unsaved wound with a Thief of Secrets, the yeah. weapon learns the weakness of the model's units and any of the units of the same type. For example, if it wounds a Carnifex, it learns all the weaknesses of all the Carnifexes. Any future attacks made it using the Thief of Secrets against units whose weaknesses are known to it will successfully score a wound on a two wound roll up. Will successfully score a wound on a two wound roll of a two plus. This lasts until the end of the battle. So basically it kind of learns your weaknesses and then it's going to wound on a two. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. uh there's no missions in in the in this codex, but there are tactical objectives that are germane or specific to the Death Watch. Overall, the book is awesome. 112 pages of of awesomeness. I think it's worth it. It's it's definitely going to bring a lot of fun. It's not an army that I, 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 I'm a little more excited about Death Watch than I was before this came out. Yeah. I don't think it works just as an as a solo army. I think it's really tough. It's too expensive. All the units are going to be really, really too expensive. Yeah. But in terms of an ally contingent or just an extra little formation that you can throw on there with a specific purpose in mind, like yeah. killing a monstrous creature or going after you know enemy heavy you know vehicles or something, yeah. this is awesome. 
this is awesome. This is going to be like, I'm always going to want to think about whether I should include a death watch unit in my army. Cause yeah. it's so, it's so it's like a bringing a, a surgeon's knife, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. So big thumbs up. What do you think of the death watch uh, codex? What I really admire about it is how well the rules coincide with the fluff. It is precisely what I wanted out of this codex, which is action, like 80s action movie heroes, the codex. It's it's Delta Force. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's the A team. <laughs> it is the A team. Yeah, <laughs> right. You are. It, it's nothing. It's nothing but MacGyver's, John McClane's, Rambo's, and Schwarzenegger's running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, and I, what I will, and that, that's sort of what I got. Like before this, I got that impression from Death Watch, and after this, the, the impression has been solidified. Yeah, they're given yeah. all the special toys, and they're all unique and like the models the models are all you can put you put a different um because they all come from different chapters so they all feel like their own special characters despite them not being characters it really is um it really appeals to like the sort of fluffy side and the death mask box um has got shoulder pads for 16 different chapters yeah exactly so including things like the howling griffins yeah so for all those obscure, like they give love to some of the more obscure, yeah, uh, chapters out there. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good buy. If you're buying Death Mask, you have to buy the yeah Death Watch Codex. It's so good. Okay, uh, the other big release that we've gotten our hands on is the new Traders Hate supplement. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Who's on the cover? None other than my uh, favorite Chaos Space Marine HQ choice. Karn. Karn. Karn the Betrayer. Karn the Friendly Guy. I haven't had a chance to go through it very much, but you spent some time with it. So why don't you tell us about Traitor's Hate? All right. Well, majority of it's like a majority of it's fluff about the uh, actual fight that entails between the um, the Mechanicus. It's the Mechanicus uh, and the Blood Angels fight and a night house fighting the Crimson Slaughter, the Black Legion, the Word Bearers. And then Karn, who just shows up, because he likes to, he shows up to fights. <laughs> For those of you who don't know Karn's fluff, his deal is he essentially, he's not really, and he doesn't have any formal organization, more so as he just goes from battlefield to battlefield, murdering, and whoever wants to tag along gets to tag along. It's it's like an orc log, it's just never ending. So he's just like a, a battlefield opportunist. He's yeah, he's a battlefield opportunist. Don't give away any spoilers no, in yeah, the story. No. In the story, uh, well, okay. So what did you think of the fluff and the stories? In, uh, uh, in I I enjoyed it. It's a nice little. It's set. It's clearly setting up for a later later stuff. Um, but I I enjoyed it. So though, this is the opening, sort of the opening to the 13th Crusade? Yeah, though I'm a little annoyed at the, uh, sort of use a certain trope that's become prevalent in chaos. Oh, I can't say without spoiling oh, was okay. the problem. Okay. But I'm annoyed because it makes chaos look, um, look bad, really. It makes them look like they can't really get stuff done. Well, this is the 13th Black Crusade. Yeah, and that's, yeah. A, and that's annoying considering that they're being, that, Chaos as a whole is being considered as like portrayed as the big bad, right? For the most part, right? So, you want your villains to be intimidating, and if you have them fail over and over again, Abaddon, then they're not intimidating. If, if, yeah, if um, Abaddon's the big bad, then make him 
than make him like win a lot. Besides the fluff, there's new artwork in here. Uh, yeah, the, not as much, not as much new artwork. Probably because, um, mm-hmm. well, they're not. They weren't forced to, but uh, <laughs> right. They had plenty of pre-existing material to go on. But there's some new stuff. There's like a great. There's a great one uh, with Karn and the um, Chaplain. The Blood Angels. The Blood, chaplain. Angels, the Blood Angels Chaplain. What's his name? Uh, Danor. 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 Yeah, Blood, Blood, Cha- Blood Angels Chaplain Danor. Yeah, it's a two-page sort yeah, of fold-out. It's a two-page spread where they're about to hit each other, and it looks really good, actually. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's beautiful. It's you, pretty nice. Yeah. There, there's, like, another there's another good one with... Um, it's the Crimson Slaughter fighting uh, some Cult Mechanicus units. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, oh in, man, that is like awesome. A, in, like, a factory or something like that, and that looks cool. Oh, it's awesome! And and who's uh, who's represented for the cult mechanicus? Uh, the electro priests. <laughs> the electro priests. The, the mighty electro priests have <laughs> right on the front line with their jazz hands, as they should be, as they always should be. <laughs> yeah, the most effective unit of the of cult mechanicus. So that's so knife fluff wise. There's not a lot of new artwork, but I can live with that. Now, in terms of. Uh, in terms of rules, it's it really it doesn't it doesn't fix a lot of the ingrained problems that the codex has, but there are quite a few improvements that I really enjoy. Um, for starters, it, it has Renegade Knight rules for those who want that, and why wouldn't you? You get access to a knight. I like that. It's a super um, customizable one too. It just you can customize it with however you like with whatever. Um, Night weaponry fits you, I guess. Nothing really special about it being chaos, uh, except except that if you take three of them, you form a uh, fallen household. If this attachment contains three renegade knights, it forms a fallen household, and all of its models have the preferred enemy imperial knight special rule for uh, knight hunting. However, such is the enmity between their former comrades, that all Imperial Knights now have the preferred enemy Fallen Household <laughs> special rule. It works both ways. Which is an odd one, but whatever. So, Renegade Knight, overall, very very good addition. I really enjoy the Knight. What's really big is it adds, we get our own Decurion, the Black Crusade Detachment. And this is actually quite nice, because... Um, what's, what's, um, how, how is it uh, formed? Oh, you have one core, which is um, either a chaos warband, which is just a general all all your chaos buddies formation. The Maelstrom of Gore, which is Karn and four to eight Corn Berserker squads. You can guess what that's like. Nasty. Yeah, and then the Lost and Damned, which is one Dark Apostle and four to nine units of Chaos Cultists. Okay, so you got either Karn and a bunch of Berserkers or um, a bunch of Cultists. Or just the general Chaos Friends. Okay, core. all right. Oh, the Chaos Warband. Right. Chaos Warband. And that's really interesting. I'll get into that later. So for the overall detachment rules, you get hatred for armies of the Imperium, and any unit from this detachment that has the option of taking the Veterans of the Long War special rule can do so for free. Wow. Which is really great, as long as you're going up against armies of the Imperium, and Space Marine specifically. Right. It is. That's very nice. 
Okay, so hatred allows you. I forget the rule. Hatred allows you to roll reroll two hits and two wounds. No, hatred allows you to reroll two hits on the first round of combat. Oh, okay. The preferred enemy is the really good one, which is what vet, which is what vets of the long war gives. Oh, and that's the one that allows you to roll reroll yeah. two hits and two wounds of one of one yeah of one okay and plus one leadership. Um, also. Path to Glory. At the start of each friendly turn, choose a model in this detachment with the champion. Oh, yes, I forgot about this during our game. Basically, at the start of your turn, the you can use the uh, crazy the crazy chaos boon table for free without killing uh without having to kill anyone. Oh, you just get a boon automatically. Yeah, you just choose a guy and he gets a boon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, he could, of course, get turned into spawn, so be careful. <laughs> right, right. Or a demon prince, so maybe not be careful. And yeah, so it's one core, zero to five commands, one plus auxiliary. A little specified to fighting imperial forces, but makes makes sense fluff-wise, I guess, so I'm, I'm fine with that. And it, may, it really makes up for it with some of these formations. The Chaos Warband, the Super Friends... Which is what a chaos sword, um, zero to one sorcerers. You have to take either chosen chaos terminators or possessed, uh, two to six units of chaos space marines, one to three of like raptors, warp towns, chaos bikers, one to three of havocs or hellbrutes. And favored, they get, um, they get to roll twice on their chaos boon tables. The champions get to roll twice. That's nice, but what's really nice is that entire formation gets objective secured. Oh, that's great. Which is just... Every ooh. single type of unit has got objective secured in the Chaos Warband. In the Chaos Warband, it's, oh, that's, that's just great. havoc. Oh, man. For Maelstrom missions, it's awesome. For ITC missions, it's awesome. That is a that is real... That is really good. That is really good. Because if you can hold... Yeah, if you can just... Uh, you can just deep strike your Terminators or jump in your raptors or whatnot onto the objective yeah that, that's nice that's really that's really nice uh, then next is the maelstrom of gore which i already mentioned it's makeup so uh, what is um what does karn and his berserkers get karn and his berserkers now have fleet okay Ooh. they add three inches to their charge distance oh my god and more interestingly once per battle during the movement phase during like during the movement phase, they get to make an attack where the enemy can't fight back. So they just get like an extra. Attack they get an round. extra attack round that turn during the movement phase. Yeah, during the movement wow. phase. Wow! So they're gonna be right so, up in your face, and they get to attack you without you able to attack back. Without you able to attack back. Whoa! And then during the assault phase, if they haven't killed you, then they can finish you off. If you can get run those rhinos up. Then that's terrifying. Uh, then the Lost and Damned, which is the Zealots and cult, the the uh, Dark Apostle and Cultists. What, what do they get? Okay, so every time a um, Cultist squad is entirely destroyed on a four plus, you get a new identical <laughs> Chaos Cultist squad in ongoing reserve. So this is like the never ending Cultist yep. uh, swarm. Oh, that's pretty good. So that's it's pretty that's pretty funny. Oh, and they own the new ones have outflank. Oh wow! So they can show up. Uh, so in case your guys were up, were way up in the the enemy's face, and you're like, oh, now they're gone, and my replacement isn't there. Oh wait, yes he is, and they can just show up at the enemy's side, as long as the uh, 
Apostles alive, every Chaos Cultist squad within six inches of him gets Zealot. Oh, cool. Yeah. So as long as he's around. Next is the Hellforged. This is where we start getting to auxiliaries. The Hellforged War Pack, which is one Warpsmith and three to five units of uh, either Hellbrutes, Mauer Fiends, Forge Fiends, or Defilers. While the Warpsmith's alive, the, de- the Demon Forge activation, you can activate it multiple times. So you can be kind of liberal with its application, which is actually pretty nice, which is pretty nice as, as long as you're willing to risk it. Mm-hmm. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, one of the vehicles is nominated as the Alpha, which is, which means it gets a four-up invuln save. And if it's completely destroyed, all other uh, vehicles in the formation get rage. <laughs> That's very fluffy, very cool. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, next is the Helldrake Terror Pack. All right, what's consist of that? Two to four Helldrakes. Nothing else. Okay. Nothing but Helldrakes. And what do they get? Let's see. Enemy units within 12 inches of two models from the Helldrake Terror Pack reduce their leadership by one. If they're within 12 inches of three of the models, they are reduced their leadership by two. And if it's 12 inches of four, they reduce their leadership by three. So I can imagine using this formation and some psychers or some sorcerers to cast some psychic shrieks and just devastate an army. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. That it's all right on its own, but with psyker with the correct psyker help, it could be a kind of a combo. Kind which of is a, pretty nice. Yeah, really great, devastating blow. Yeah. What? And also, uh, when performing vector strikes, these guys, these guys get a. Uh, or well, one that it's against a unit that's pinned, falling back, or has gone to ground, that unit, rather than getting one strength seven AP two shot, gets D6. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. So just don't so don't take cover when you're around them. Just shoot yourself. Yeah. It'll just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then there is the Cult of Destruction. All right, what's that formation? One to three warp smiths and three to five units in the following combination, obliterators and mutilators. And their thing is that at the start of Chaos Space Marine Movement Phase, each warp smith in this formation can perform a set of imperionic guidance rituals on one unit of obliterators or mutilators. In this formation, they're within eight inches. If you choose obliterators, they can shoot twice in the shooting phase. And if it's mutilators... Then they can attack twice after piling in in the assault phase. All right, so you probably want to pick obliterators because obliterators are so much better than mutilators. I don't know why you take mutilators. No, I really don't. Especially if you're know. playing with berserkers and Karn, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so basically, this allows your uh, unit of obliterators to shoot twice. Yeah, which is pretty good. Quite nice. Yeah. Up next is the Fist of the Gods. It's one Warp Smith and three to five units from. Three to five units of either Chaos Predators, Vindicators, or Land Raider. They all get a six-up invuln save while they're in t- within 12 inches of the Warp Smith. And the Warp Smith gets plus one to repair rolls. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So if you're thinking about taking a lot of tanks, why not this? Yep. Nice little bonuses. Then there's the Raptor Talon. And this one's this one surprised me, actually. Uh, it's one Chaos Ward who has to take a jump pack. And then three to five either raptors or warp talons. When they arrive from deep strike reserve, they can charge. That's awesome. Which That's is fantastic. I would I I would want to take that which one. Which is 
pretty nice. I have to say that's actually really, that's actually a really nice improvement. Oh, okay. So I'm hoping that this particular formation gets duplicated for the blood angels. The ability to take <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of assault Marines and allow them to attack, you know, or assault the, the same turn that they come in from deep strike. Yeah. Finally would make, um, assault, you know, jump troops good again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. That right. Cool. Cause I, I mean, I love the look of the Raptors and, and warp towns that we have in, in the army, but you've used them on a couple of occasions and all that happens is they, they, they show up, they stare at people and then they get shot and get <laughs> <they> killed. <laughs> yeah. And they get killed. Like, yeah. and so they're useless. But if they could assault the same turn, that would be, man, that's scary. Oh, yeah, that's just... Because they can arrive anywhere on the, on the battlefield, and then suddenly they're right in your face. And you can and they're equipped with, like, what, lightning claws or something? Uh, warp towns are, and you can equip the raptors with mo- mo- with pretty much whatever you want. Right, right. They're like assault jump troops. They're just... I like that formation a lot. And on a less crazy note, they if an enemy unit is charged by two or more uh, units from the raptor talent, they subtract two from their leadership... Until oh. the end of the turn. Okay, so they're going to make units run. Yeah, they have fear already. So Next is a... You're probably just going to use this in Apocalypse Games only type list. The Terminator Annihilation Force. One Chaos Order Sorcerer. They have to have Terminator armor on. And you could use Abaddon or Typhus or whatnot. And then three to five units of Chaos Terminators. That's expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. Now then, at the, you can nominate one enemy unit, and everyone in the formation gets hatred when making attacks against the unit, and they can uh, make a shooting attack immediately after they deploy by deep strike against the unit, which does not which does not stop them from making another shooting attack later. And then if the, um, if you destroy that unit, you get to nominate another unit for the same rules, uh, which is all right. Not amazing because, well, he, hatred's nice, I guess. Um, well, it's not. It's it's all right. Nothing, nothing amazing, really. No massive improvement. It's just a lot of terminators, which generally usually speak for themselves. So that's that's all right. That's nice. Next up, oh yes, the favorite of chaos. It's one demon prince and three to five units of possessed. As long as your possessed are within twelve inches, they all get all of the mutations on their mutation table rather than random D3. That's that's great, because what are the three different mutations that Possess can, can get? Plus one, there's one that's plus one attack and plus one initiative, and that's that thing. There's another one which is re-roll failed to wounds, mm-hmm. and there's another one which gives them all AP3 attacks. Plus one strength, plus one initiative, uh, shred, and AP3. Yep, and so they just wow. turn into... Just the scariest space marine murder machines. Yes, yeah, space marine murder machines. There's no other way to wow. say it. Uh, it's three to five units of possessed. Yeah, three to five units. Of all possessed. right, they're kind of expensive, so it's kind of a. It's, it's kind of kind of expensive to put all your eggs in that basket, but man, that's uh, pretty awesome. And here's the, you're really, really only going to use this in apocalypse games. Oh right, yeah, this one. The Trinity of Blood, <laughs> it, and it requires. Not one, not two, but three corn lords of skulls. <laughs> the lords of skulls. Uh, they all get rampage now. Okay. They all get apoplectic storm. What's that? Which is at the start of their form at the start of the movement phase. Enemy units locked in combat with the 
models with the from the Trinity of Blood are engulfed in a scorching storm of rage fueled energy. Affected units suffer a strength six AP four hits with ignores covers and soul blaze special rule. Any wounds caused by these hits are randomly allocated. And then there's crashing volleys. Weapons used by a model from a Trinity of Blood have the twin link special rule if they are used to attack an a target that has already been attacked by another model from the formation earlier that shooting phase. Wow. Okay. So you need three Lords of Skulls. So right there, that's 2,600, over 2,600 points. Yep. 2,664 to be precise. This is why I said <laughs> yeah. apocalypse, apocalypse games, games only. only. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's because that's Who, Who's just, got three Lords of Skulls I <laughs> models? Don't, I don't know. Someone who <laughs> really likes... Someone who really, someone who really, really likes chaos. Demons on tractors. Demons on tractors. Yeah. Yeah. Demons on tractors. That's it for formations. Okay. Beyond that, there aren't really much other changes beyond they add corn wards of skulls uh-huh. to... Um, Any relics? Do they add, do they add relics? No. No relics, no, huh? No okay. relics. Okay. Uh, they have... Though, oh, no. How could I forget? The, the new uh, psychic disciplines. Oh, that's right. The new psychic disciplines. The new psychic disciplines. Aren't they the equivalent of the same ones yeah, from Angels of Death? They essentially just ge- they essentially just gave us the your your guys's new stuff. Right. So now we can do the same thing. Uh, so that's nice. That's nice. I'm sure they might have heard some complaining. So like, okay, well, right. we'll give you guys some stuff. I'm happy about that. I'm happy now. I can do all those crazy trading places shenanigans or moving entire terrain pieces <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so we got the ridiculous psychic powers for chaos here yeah and other than that not a lot cha- oh there's one small but kind of significant change to karn yep it was pretty much untouched really unfortunately you still can't use them for corn demon kin mm-hmm. why but whatever nexus of corn the primary detachment that includes Karn the Betrayer, Corn Berserkers have the troops battlefield role instead of Elite's battlefield role. The reason that's significant is it used to be he had to be the uh, Warlord in order for that to work. But now, as long as he's around, then then it, all of them are troops. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. So even if you're not in the Chaos Warband... If you're not um, in the Chaos Warband, then all of a sudden it's just... But as troops, they're going to get objectives secured. Yeah, as troops, they're going to get objectives secured... If you play the CAD. If you play CAD, right. If you play CAD. So if you are if you want to play a CAD and you don't particularly need to play this detachment, yeah. like if you're fighting not armies of the Imperium, right. then Karn's value just increased a, a little bit. All right. Well, that's a significant change. Yeah. It's, 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 I'd say it's it. What do you think of the new model, the new Karn model? I think he will. He's not like crazy amazing, but he, I think he looks good. Do you think he looks better than the old he, model? Uh, yeah. 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 The old one's a little heavy metal. The old one's very heavy metal. <laughs> yeah. The old one's incredibly... The, my, that's not my main problem with that, though. My main problem with that is very two-dimensional. This one's more dynamic as he runs towards whatever, probably another victim. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I first I was sort of eh about it, but as I've um, sort of looked at it more, it's really... It's kind of grown on me. Okay, I'm gonna have to take another look at it. I mean, we might have to get them. We'll have to see. Yeah, we. I, I finished painting sometime this year the Karn model. Yeah, the old Karn model. The old Karn model, but mm, mm, he may he may have to have a, a new version. An so, upgrade. An upgrade. 
Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that review. I can't wait to also take a look at that. Traders hate. And I'm looking forward to Angel's Blade, which is the Blood Angels counterpart to this next week. When we return, we actually decided to pit the forces of Karn versus Space Marines and the Death Watch in our battle report. Yep. When we come back. Took a little break from doing all the LVO stuff and decided to have a fun game between the some of the formations in Traders Hate. Yep. And I was going to create a Space Marine army yep. that included a detachment from Death Watch, yep. just to see what would happen. Just to yeah. see what would happen. So we decided to play eighteen fifty points. Uh, we rolled to see whether we we're going to play the Eternal War missions or Maelstrom. We got Eternal War, and we ended up getting the Emperor's Will which is basically two objectives on the battlefield, one on each table side. Yeah. Each of those are worth three points. And then the bonus uh, points came from Slay the Warlord, Lion Breaker, and First Blood. Let's talk about your army, and then we'll get into mine. And then talk about if what whatever special formations from Traders Hate you may have used. I just brought in the... Uh, I tried out the new detachment, since I'm facing Space Marines. It seemed like a good idea. Uh, most of my points were consigned to the Chaos Warband. I had a Terminator Ward with Mark of Corn, Gift of Mutation, uh, Chain Fist. Most, really for nostalgia purposes, since that's how I geared him up when I was playing early. So, an old friend returns. Uh, I brought out a Chaos Terminator squad, as I'd always geared them out, with um, Power Fists and Combi Bolters, and one has a Heavy Flamer. A squad of Possessed, Mark Corn. In a box. A squad of Chaos Spikers, all with Mark and Nurgle, uh, with two melt guns, and Sergeant's got a power fist. Oh, toughness six spikers, wow. Yeah, it's just. Oof. Yeah, tough. Yeah. Uh, a Havoc squad with four Laz cannons, and then two squads of Chaos Space Marines, which are normal except for uh, they all have, Laz, they, they have uh, one Laz cannon between them, or two Laz cannons between them. I also brought along. Karn the Betrayer, since he could be brought in as a um, command formation. So that was nice. And then I brought in the Vets of Veterans of the Legion, which essentially just allows you to bring in one to four of the following Corn Berserkers, Thousand Sons, Plague Marines, or Noise Marines, but that doesn't do any actual rules. It's just sort of, it allows you to access those units. Right, right. So I brought in a squad of corn berserkers, also in a box, nine corn berserkers, so they could make room for Karn. Mm -hmm. And then I also tried out the Renegade Knight with two Avenger Gatling cannons. That is 12 shots each, strength six, AB three, rending. So that solves your shooting problem in a very assaulty kind of army. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Okay. And that's your army? Yeah, that's my army. Okay. 
my army was, I brought the Iron Hands, I love the Iron Hands. HQ was a tech marine with a conversion beamer. Uh, my other HQ unit was a Terminator chaplain. Okay, just uh, equipped with the Storm Vulture and yeah. his uh, Rosarius. Uh, my elites were a Terminator Saw Squad, all with Terminator, oh, so all with Thunder Hammers and Storm Shields. I brought a Venerable Dreadnought with an Assault Cannon and then a Power Fist with the Storm Bulger. He was in a drop pod. My troops units were a Scout Squad with Sniper Rifles and Camo Cloaks, and then a 10-man Tack Squad that included a Missile Launcher. I also included a Razorback that, with Twin Linked Assault Cannons. Uh, fast Attack was a Storm Talon gunship armed with the Twin Linked Assault Cannon and the Skyhammer missiles. My two heavy supports were the quad mortar support battery uh, and then the big boy on the table, the Forge World Spartan assault tank. There it is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that thing is uh, is pretty big. Oh, boy. Uh, that thing comes equipped with the quad last cannons, which basically uh, has two last cannons that are twin linked on each side. So that's four last cannon, four twin link last cannon shots per turn when you play that thing. For those who acquired such um, things, I included a Death Watch uh, formation. This was the Purgatus per kill team. Yep. And so um, this one is basically gets the roll to go after HQ units. It allows you to reroll wounds um, uh, when you're going after HQ units. I had a Black Shield. He was equipped with the heavy Thunder Hammer. I had a Librarian who had digital weapons. A mastery level two, and he was in Terminator armor with a force stave. I had a Terminator with a thunder hammer and storm shield. He was going to be my my frontline guy to basically yeah. use his two up, three up, yeah. right? Yeah. I had three veterans, all with combi plasmas, all right? And then I had a veteran with the uh, Death Watch frag cannon. And then finally, as a requirement, you had to have a veteran with the stalker pattern bolt gun. All right, so that was my kill team. They were all in the drop pod. All right, so that was my Purgatus kill team. All right, so we rolled and let's see, I picked table sides. Yes. And then you won deployment. So you deployed first, first. and you went, went first. first. Okay. You put your objective on top of a bastion. Yep. Right? And then you surrounded it with devastators. Yep. So I couldn't land anything up there, and it's a really like a small, enclosed space, really hard to get to. Yeah. Right. And I took my objective and I, um, Put it on top of an uh, imperial sort of uh, cathedral-like structure. Yeah. The very top floor of that. And I put all my snipers yep. up there. My warlord trait, though, turned out to be awesome. It was one of the strategic warlord traits that allows, uh, gives your whole army stealth and ruins. So my, my snipers who had camo cloaks now had two up cover saves up there. Oh, the irony. <laughs> yeah. What once served me so well. <laughs> in the last the last battle we had, that's what that's what saved your army. Alas. This is what I, this is what saved mine. What cruel fate. Alright, so you went first. Why don't you talk about your first turn? Uh, okay, my first turn consisted of moving guys up and taking bot shots. That was kind of it. The the Avenger the Avenger Gatling Cannons of our friend the Knight really didn't do much. Well, because you shot him at the Marines, because yep. you saw that my artillery was, was toughness seven. You shot him at my Space Marines, and then my Space Marines all decided to go to ground, which yep. means that which gave him a two up. Yep. 
a two-up cover save because um, of Stealth and Ruins. Yeah, even then I expected like 24 shots to do more. Yeah, and you ended up killing two Space Marines. Yeah. With that volley. I know, it was one. You just killed, well, that's right, because of uh, Iron Hands Feel No Pain. Yep. Yep, that's right. Now you killed one Space Marine with your knight. Uh, not yeah. a good use of points. So that round. But you I think you also with the with the last cannons from your devastators, you also put a um you, you took yeah. down um one of their crewmen from the uh, quad mortar and then you actually put a wound on it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I think that was your turn one. That was indeed, yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay, so my turn one, um my Spartan um rolls out and uh immediately shoots its quad Las cannons at your the side of your knight. Yep. And puts three wounds on it. Yep. Right. Remember that. Yep. Uh, I think that was the highlight. I don't think I did anything. Oh, um, yeah. The um, the conversion beamer from the from my Tech Marine HQ at the distance of of over forty two inches becomes a strength ten blast AP yeah. one blast. Yeah. So I put that uh, onto your devastators. And I ended up killing two of them. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them right there. It was two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I think you ended up going to ground. Yeah, we ended up going to ground. Going to the ground on that. So I managed to suppress your devastators as well as um, um, killed a couple of them. So that was pretty much. I thought it was a pretty good turn one because now I, you know, reduced your night by half and and took us last cannons. You had so many last cannons in your army. You had six last cannons in your army. Yep. Yeah, which is like scary for my spartan oh did your spartan did you did you deploy terminators that turn no are you sure yeah i because i thought you destroyed my rhino that turn because there you because there was never a round of shooting on current and his buddies oh you're right you know what yes because you you something i i used i used something to kill your rhino you know you assaulted it Oh right, no, that's right. Okay, so my oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So that's what led so, to so yeah. So the so the Spartan shot at the at the knight, but it it released its cargo of Terminators yep. and Chaplin, and then they went after the Rhino with Karn and the Berserkers, and they they wrecked the Rhino. Yep, and it was a strategic mistake to do that. Yes, yes, it was because I was unable to assault the tasty contents thereof <laughs> after i destroyed the rhino yeah but you want to know who was able to assault later <laughs> yeah so that led to turn two for you why don't you talk about that turn two was the beginning of what i like to call karn's fun day karn's good day at work it was a very good day it was a great yeah so um beyond i moved i moved up some units uh, i think the possessed got out and took cover at this point my Terminator showed up and just sort of landed ineffectually behind a Razorback, right behind, right, like right in your lines. Uh, and that's sort of it because everyone else just sort of stays stuck around in their movement phase. Uh, oh no, and the bikers, I should mention, the bikers were going in a strange route and sort of sidelining across the edge of the table to uh, get into the back. Right, they were they were heading toward my space marines, but they were kind of avoiding the major yeah. conflict areas. Shooting was relatively ineffectual. Except no, I actually killed your artillery piece. You did. You, you killed my artillery piece you, that your turn. Your quad mortar with the Avenger gallon cannon that turn. Yeah. 
um, yet another game where the quad mortar didn't do very much. It's the third game that I'll be fair. It. A knight went after it. That, but there's always a reason why it didn't do well. It's like, oh, to be fair, it uh, you know we had invuln saves. So to be fair, we were in cover. Like, man, how many times do I have to bring this thing out before it actually does some work? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So you kill you kill that thing. Yeah, you kill that thing, and then the shoot. So other than that, shooting was relatively meh. Yeah. Because you know chaos. Uh, but Karn started out his fun day by charging your chaplain-controlled assault terminator squad, challenges your sergeant, uh, kills him, or challenges, your sergeant accepts, kills him, the corn berserkers kill three, yeah, they kill three um, assault terminators, so it's down now just down to the chaplain and one assault terminator who kills one guy. So, so that combat continues with one chaplain and one assault terminator left. Yeah, versus seven berserkers. Eight berserkers. I thought you had. I had nine berserkers. Okay, so eight berserkers. Nine, so that so eight, it's eight berserkers, berserkers and, and Karn. Karn. That was left. <laughs> right. All right. So my turn two rolls around, and the storm talon comes in, and it uh, immediately starts harassing the remaining uh, uh, havocs that are holding your objective. Yeah. Right. With its twin link assault and stuff, sky hammer. And I don't think I. I think it may have killed. I think it killed two more. Yeah. Yeah. With with the uh, combination of the assault cannon and missiles. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, the uh, drop potted um, venerable dreadnought comes in, and then he starts stomping around your back lines, and basically he's just kind of harassing your space marines back there. He doesn't really do much this turn. He puts. A, I think he puts a wound on um, on one of your rhinos. No, the uh, dreadnought came in first turn. Second turn came in Death Watch. Oh, right, you are. Oh, right, you are. The, the first turn, that's right. The first turn of the Dreadnoughts came, came in and stomped around. Uh, this turn, my Death Watch kill team comes in. Yep. That's right. So the kill team comes in, and it immediately goes after your Terminators and Terminator Lord, which are in my back line. So Drop yep. Pod lands right next to them, just right on the money. Yep. They pop out, right? Yep. And they do a brilliant job of what they're meant to do. Yep. The uh, the rapid fire plasma in combination with the uh, frag cannon kills all five of your terminators. Blam! They're gone. They're just gone. Yeah. Also, librarian had come out, and then so he had given everyone prescience. Yeah. So, and then my formation already allowed them to reroll to hits. So this, they were like, they were just totally geared for this. They were they were on the hunt. Kills all of your terminators in that one round. Yep, your, your Terminator Lord. I think he even puts a wound on your Terminator Lord. Yep, Rambo. So he's by it's, himself, yep. and he's like, uh, uh oh, mm. <laughs> uh oh. But not far away from that is an ongoing assault between oh, yes. Karn and his eight berserkers versus my chaplain. Yep, and uh, yeah, and assault Terminator. That didn't go well for me. I um, challenged your chaplain, and I accepted the challenge, and of course, I died. And yep. the uh, the wounds went over and, and killed the remaining assault terminator. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that turn two ended. So I consolidate towards the death watch naturally. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that happened though is my quad, uh, my, my Spartan continued to shoot at the night and yeah. reduced it down to, to one. one whole point remaining. Yep. All right. Uh, next, so next one comes around. Movement. I'm just moving up the bikers. Who are really just be- like shots are bouncing off of them as they go because toughness six against 
bolters. Yeah. I space, I space Marines in rapid fire range shooting at these guys and just couldn't harm them. My missile launcher guy wasn't, he was just terrible the whole game, completely yeah. missed and didn't even hit anything the whole game pretty much. So they're riding around, um, chaos, Aetherians stay where they are just sort of, you know, sitting my knight shoots at your storm talon because I figured a hey, way to fire. Um, you jink and then you make your jink saves. So that's fine and all. And then that's, that was sort of it for yeah movement and shooting. Yeah. Because uh, the knight, the, the chaos lord just sort of uh, stuck around really. Oh, well for assault, go on. Uh, yeah. This is the continuation part yeah. three of Korn's great day. Uh, so our Karn's great day. So after consolidating towards the death watch, we move there, get easily get in range. Your de- you're actually your overwatch kills like two guys. Right. Um, they're good at overwatch. So they, they still had prescience on them. Yeah. Doesn't matter though. Uh, cause when we get in Karn immediately challenges and librarian uh, the, accepts the challenge. Yeah, poor librarian accepts the challenge. He, I know, yeah. he doesn't have an invulnerable save, so. He, he doesn't have an invulnerable I knew he was going to die. Yep. So he then kills the librarian and the remaining wounds, like the first two wounds, just it, because I think you had. Um, what did you I, have? Have, I, have, I have a terminate armor, so I have five up invulnerable. You have a five up invulnerable. That's right. You had a five up invulnerable. You had a five up invulnerable. You didn't make. I rolled a one and a two. You rolled a one and a two, <laughs> so you yeah. just die. <laughs> And then the five remaining wounds carried over to your squishy uh, three-plus armor save, guys. Yeah, and you and were it, hitting at AP2. So. Yeah, so five of them just immediately go down Yeah. before anyone anyone else can strike a hit. Right. And the Corn Berserkers just sort of stare at Karn like, are you are you all right? <laughs> yeah, leave some for us. Do you need like... Um, <laughs> I mean, we're like into this, but you need, you might need to like settle down. Yeah. So then there's, the, then they all pile in and the corn berserkers kill the remaining, the storm, the um, storm shield, Thunderhammer terminator and your frag cannon guy. Right. So they all die. So basically the whole death watch is now dead because of Karn. Yeah. And his boys. All right. So turn three rolls around for me. Um, at this point, my um, dreadnought continues to harass your back lines, killing a few space marines yeah. uh, that are holed up in some ruins back there. I just try, I'm trying to get rid of the last cannons that are still on the table. Yeah. So I'm basically having my my dreadnought go out and just you know, despite them not kill them much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, they're just sort of there. You didn't do anything with your additional last cannons. They just didn't. Yeah. But the dreadnought was. I just wanted to get rid of them. So the dreadnought was doing that back there, just like terrorizing your back lines. Um, and there's not much you could do against yeah. that thing. So the, uh, the uh, Spartan assault vehicle kills the knight. It explodes, but the uh, catastrophic explosion doesn't take anything out. Yeah. yeah. It just stays centered on the knight, so nothing bad happens there. My space marines take more pot shots at your bikers, do nothing. Yeah. My uh, storm talon takes more shots at your remaining uh, havoc that's still on the objective and doesn't really do anything either because now he's basically snapshotting because of the jinx that he, he, yeah. Yeah, he took. Um, my snipers don't do anything pretty yeah. much for most of the game. At the very end, they do one small thing. But yeah. again, snipers just stink. I just, I just am terrible with sniper shots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were great at what they did. I mean, they, they fulfilled a battlefield role, which was crucial. And that was to protect the objective. Yeah. Because you could not, they had taken up all the room 
up yeah. on that on that ruin and you couldn't get any troops up there without killing them yeah but they had to cover so they were perfectly situated but in terms of killing yep they did nothing they did, like the whole game they were just terrible okay but once i killed the knight i think things started to sort of shift in my favor i still had a razorback oh no know. they were they were pretty much in your favor in terms of points wise oh yeah points wise in terms of like and no i don't think you had a and you don't have a, didn't have a problem with any other unit beyond like the possessed and the possessed were not an issue though who only did like one thing yeah they, uh, but they, they, they just sort of survived for yeah. a while um the bikers who didn't do much who didn't do much beyond to get shot at and not do much but then there's the the and the karn death star Right. The current Death Star was the one that was just wrecking house. We ended up counting up all the points. And um, I think you kill like 900 something, 900 points worth of my army with, yeah. with your death, little current Death Star. Yeah. Which is basically Karn and, and nine Berserkers. Yeah. Yeah. That's your Death Star. That's my Death Star. It was like 300 and some points. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And it killed like over 900 points in my army. Yeah. Right. It took out a Chaplain, a Terminator. In Terminator armor, a librarian in Terminator armor, and a Terminator sergeant, plus all the units that accompany yeah. them. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, so that was that was good. Yeah, so after after that, I mean, turns four and five came back pretty quickly. Yeah. My my Spartan just it was untouched the whole game, and it once it turned his attention on Karn, it uh, just yeah. that was it for Karn. He, yeah, he killed uh he killed a um squad of Marines attacks us. Squad of Tac Marines before he died. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that, yeah. That was the ones that were in the Razorback. Yeah, yeah. He, he took he took them down. He killed the sergeant and then all of his guys because all the wounds carried over. Again, that's again, typical car. Everyone looks at him and just goes, oh, "Okay." Yeah, you you even killed one of your own guys. Yeah, I killed one of my own guys during that one. Yeah, because Karn sometimes his wounds just are a little indiscriminate. Uh, um, but that's when the, that's when the Spartan turned on him turned to face him yeah. and then shot all the glass cannons into that unit and yeah. then all the berserkers and Karn evaporated. So Karn gets to just sort of, I don't know. He was clearly your MVP. He was clearly my MVP. Right. He, he had, he had a happy run. He certainly had a, he yeah. had a, he had a good time. I think it was the, the bikers finally uh, swung around did a drive-by on the drop pod. Yeah, kill, kill the drop pod and then, Death Watch came in. And then, a nice piece of, and then a nice piece of Hollywood imagery. It exploded, wounded <laughs> none of them. So all, now all I can imagine is them nonchalantly driving through flames like a Michael, with, like, with aviator sunglasses on. It's like a Michael Bay film. Yeah. There's a drop pod exploding and these guys driving through the flames. This is like dramatic music plays. Yeah. Um, my my snipers ended up killing the last remaining berserker that was on the table. Yeah, that was their one little moment of glory. Uh, the possessed killed the razorback. Right. Uh, they charged that. Yeah, and uh, let's see. My tech marine with his conversion beamer ended up killing the final uh, havoc. Yeah. And so at this point, my storm talon had now objective had breached the objective, and was hovering there. So he, it it had taken the objective. Yep. My my dreadnought had killed off a unit of space marines that yeah. was in the back. Chaos space marines. Right. So at this point, I held two objectives. Yeah, um, you, held, you had achieved like all uh, all yeah. of the um, bonus objectives. Yeah, I had slay the warlord. Um, oh yeah, because um, we we killed your warlord. Yep. Basically, what was it that killed your warlord finally? What killed my warlord finally was. 
was it just it, weight of fire or was it like um what killed my warlord was it i think it might have been my warlord dropping a crack grenade on his head was that it <laughs> what was it that or what or or was it the space marines in the razorback that came out and shot it oh that's oh, what it was yeah i think that's what it was yeah so the space marines <laughs> that were in the razorback basically yeah. ended up um using rapid fire yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they ended up uh, i think just weight of fire yeah just, just weight of fire yeah you rolled a one and that was it yeah so it was it was fine to try out. It was fine to try out the um, new codex. Yeah, the or final the new, score. The new, the, new uh, the new formations. So yeah, the final I, score was what 11, 11 to, to two. two. Eleven to two. I got three two. points for each of the two objectives. I got two points for killing the knight, um, and then I've got I got all the bonus points for mm-hmm. um, slay the warlord, linebreaker, and first blood. I, I don't think that the score reflects the carnage that took place on the table. And I spell carnage with a K-H. Yeah, because it was just... <laughs> you, the formation gave you the ability to re-roll two hits and two wounds every time you were in assault. And uh, that was... From, on Two hits and two roll... Two, uh, two hits and two wound rolls of one, but it was for both phases. Right, right, exactly. Okay, to, of one. But man, that would made such a difference. For, yeah, preferred enemy. Was First off, you have so many attacks when you have berserkers. So many attacks. Yeah. And the, the ability that, I mean, you rolled really, really well. And then the few ones you would get, you're like, let me re-roll these. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so all, all my heavy, you know, two-up armor dudes just ended up melting under the weight of attacks that you had. It was impressive. If you can combine that, that formation with a little more organized shooting, a little better shooting units, yeah. you're going to have a winner. Yeah, I think in I think in the end uh in the end this uh, it's nice the formations are nice. Some of them are really good, but there are certain there's still rules that need to be changed and really they just they just just give it better shooting and decrease some point values and there, there's a long list of complaints. So, well, this is nice. Uh, in terms of making Chaos competitive, I'm still probably going to stick with Corn Demonkin because mm-hmm. th- that does a good job on focusing on what Chaos is good at. Assault. Uh, terrifying. But this allows so, you to also bring like a Renegade Knight. Yeah, this. so that's nice. That's nice. Um, we get our own distraction card effects. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but I think a Knight's Spark is usually worse than its bite. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's, it's it's really just there to absorb fire for the most part. So this is a good. So this is good. This is a good start, GW. Traders say it's a good start. Traders say it's a good start. Just just give us a new codex, man. Okay. And then we're and then we'll be and then we'll be completely fine. I will never talk about it again. <laughs> I will never GW, who I know is listening. I will yeah. never talk about it again. Okay, okay. You heard it here, her first. If you want to keep Alec quiet, just. Give him the codex he yes. wants. Let's give me codex, man. Give him codex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, wow. We had a long episode. It's like over an hour and a half. Well, we want to thank you for listening. That's our episode 24. Thanks for sticking through the long break and coming back and joining us once again. If you want to reach out, send us an email. You can always reach us at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. Please come visit us on our Facebook page as well. We have a, a fun picture of Karn who took selfies with all of his victims during yeah. this particular battle. So we'll have that on our Facebook page. Until then, I'm George. And I'm Mavic. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>